1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Kramer and Jess. On demand. on demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Good morning. Is this Kramer? This is.
2: Kramer, can you please tell Jess to stop talking about her period on the radio? Uh, who Hi. is this? This is Jennifer. What happened? Hi, Jess. Hi.
3: Uh,
4: yeah, we're both here. What's So Wait, what?
2: Yeah, what's going on? You guys have that crying game that you played on Friday. Mm-hmm. And then you mentioned that you had your your period, and you sent your partner to go to the store to get tampons for you. And then I had to explain what a tampon was to my boys, and that did not go well in the car at all. And I what happened?
3: In- no, on because for Friday, Friday one of the stories was I was telling garage boy that I needed to get tampons after we were done oh, eating because yeah. obviously I was on my period. So I offended you because I'm talking about having a period and talking about getting tampons? Like that's offensive to you?
2: It's a, such a private matter and it's definitely something that everyone has to deal with, but we deal with it privately. And you're talking on the radio, so now I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one who has a mother of boys who now want to know what the heck this is all about. Okay. And
3: so let me... Okay, I... I apologize if you are upset. Uh, And if you... No, 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 let me know. Let me finish. I apologize if you are offended. I did not mean to offend you. However... Like you just said, you think that those things have to be handled privately. Me personally, that is a stigma that I am trying to remove. So, when situations so women don't have to feel like they're in secret, so they don't have to made, be made to feel like they're dirty or that it's something uncomfortable to talk about. Talking about tampons should be as comfortable as talking about picking up some toilet paper from the grocery store.
2: Yeah, I just I just didn't want to have to explain it to my teenage boys and it was very uncomfortable and I understand you have to deal with it. But I guess I wish you just didn't talk about it on the radio.
4: So you you don't think that on on this show we should talk about periods, tampons.
2: Um... Like that's
3: a taboo thing to you?
2: Yes, I just I don't know if if I mean you have to use your platform for education. I guess I just was very surprised I'd have to educate my boys about what a tampon was.
4: Now, I'll say this because just we've had this conversation before that like the, even me saying the word tampon it, it doesn't it doesn't come out naturally. Like, I almost have to like, stop myself and be like, tampon or, or period. You know, okay. I know with you, it comes out, it comes out, you know, you you have no problem talking about no, it.
3: No, because I don't want to have a problem yeah. talking about it. And I don't want other women to have a problem talking about
4: it. But then I it. hear Jess's point of view. Uh, and I'm not saying my way is right, but I'm just saying that's how I feel. And we've talked about this before. Right? I just think the word coming in my mouth always, I always pause a little bit before I say it. But I'm curious. When people listen to the show.
2: Yeah, like am I upsetting people?
4: That's what I'm curious about. Like
2: do you think Well, that... I certainly was upset, you know, and I understand just how to deal with it and I get it, but I just it's so such a private matter.
4: Okay. Um you want to do phone calls? Sure. Four ten five eight three one oh six five like when you is you know are
3: are women allowed to talk about their period freely and does that uh, affect you? hang on
4: let me reword that when you listen to this rate because i want this show to be for everybody you know what i mean i want it to be the general consensus of everyone but if that if that bothers you uh or if you're like no this is the you know way out of blown out of proportion now either side let's take a little vote hey melissa from dundalk good morning Good morning. Hi. Melissa has Hi. asked for the, uh, the the beat button to be ready, so I'm, <laughs> I'm now standing by. Do your thing. So I'm sure that that
5: lady that called in is about ready to get her feelings really hurt. Mm-hmm. She needs to get that big, giant stick out of her ass <laughs> because, you know what, if somebody is that offended over periods, then clearly they lead a very sheltered life. Yeah. I can almost guarantee that those teenage boys know way more than she thinks, what? and as a woman that is in my 40s and I've had a lot of issues in my life yeah. um regarding periods and infertility and yeah. adoption and all of these things are so-called taboo subjects right people need to get a life
4: so for you you hear it it does it goes it goes in one ear out the other it doesn't doesn't it doesn't affect you any kind of way other than like that's just a natural female production
0: system. It,
5: Pretty much. And the fact that you guys are using your platform to discuss a lot of taboo topics, to me, is the way that your platform should be used. Because Mm -hmm. the only way these subjects are not going to be taboo anymore Mm -hmm. is if people talk about it and get that stick out of their ass. Because. there are worse things in life than talking about periods and
4: tampons on the radio. Oh, that's true. And I'm sure we'll talk about that later on the show. <laughs> so so keep on listening. Yeah. Who's on two? Uh,
3: this is Tiffany and Habitat Grace. Hey, Tiffany, good morning.
4: Good morning. You you say you can kind of understand at least where she's coming from because I don't don't want this to be one side of conversation. No, this
3: is an open conversation because I genuinely want to know if I am being offensive because I'm trying to learn. Am I upset in this moment? Yes, but I am open to hearing so I can understand as well.
6: I don't think that I, okay, I don't agree with her in any way. Mm-hmm. I think, I get the grossness of a period, but we're not talking details. Like, I'm not going to my son and saying, oh, well, she buys tampons because this is what's happening. I don't agree with anything that she said as far as, like, I'm a mom of a boy. I want to educate him more on what a tampon is, but I, I guess her kids never follow her in the bathroom. I mean, every time I go anywhere... My kid is right there, like, hey, what are you doing? Like, I don't know. I get the grossness of it, but you're not talking about uh, how heavy it was or how this happened or this happened. Like, she needs to, I agree with what the girl before said, get the stick out. Like, this is 2022. Mm -hmm. Try to tell your kid, hey, I might need you to go to the store and get me some tampons one time. Mm -hmm. And this is what they are. I just, I Uh, feel like
4: the the boy mom didn't add any kind of, like, validity to the conversation. Well,
6: no. Uh, No. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Thank you so much. And if she
6: thinks that's the worst of her problems, explaining to them what a tampon is, I hate to know where they live and where they go to school, (laughs) (laughs) because these kids know more about everything. I know. (laughs) And
4: and we think they do, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for calling. Hey, Kara from Hanover, good morning. Does, Does period offend you when you hear it on the radio? Absolutely not. I'm offended that she's offended.
6: I yeah.
7: think that that is what's wrong with the world that we live in today is trying to hide so many things that are of importance yes. from our children. Mm-hmm. Teenage boys, come on, man! She's going to end up with those boys getting girls pregnant because they didn't even know what a tampon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're not quite sure how that all works.
7: Yeah, like, this is just simple biology class, and I appreciate Jess for trying to destigmatize things like that like yeah i mean for how many years do we have to hide and be embarrassed from buying these things even if i go to a cashier that's a teenage boy i low-key feel embarrassed about it and i wow. shouldn't yeah i didn't feel that way and i appreciate Jess for casually having this conversation there's way worse things that i hear discussed on the radio and television every single day mm-hmm. so if tampons and period is offensive then I'm imagining that she's censoring every single thing that goes in and out of that house, and she
3: better switch
0: to gospel. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for calling. Thank you so much. No problem. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
5: Now, Kramer and Jess, mornings on Mix
4: 106.5. It is Tuesday, 6 o'clock club. Good morning. Thank you for being here, Jessica. Thank you for coming in interactionally today.
3: Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) I kind of debated this morning, but I was like, I might as well do it for my guy.
4: I got bills to get paid, so uh, like all of us. It's the first of the month, you know? Yeah, that rent check. Yeah. wrote that one yesterday. That's my least favorite check to write, by the way. Why do you write checks? For some reason, and what I is this,
3: I, 1890?
4: That's, that's how I feel, too. You're
3: like, that's let me, let me take out my good old checkbook.
4: Before we say good morning, am I the only person <laughs> that still writes a physical rent check every single month? <sighs> so I, everything else in my life, completely automated, right? Yeah. It either goes through the automatic- Which
3: surprises me, because I feel like if anyone were to use checks, it'd probably be me on this show. You
4: would think. Yeah. Jess is very old, old school traditional. Yeah. I'm not. If there's uh-huh. some kind of technology, I trust it blindly. I, I don't. expect it to work, yeah. you know? So, for some reason, when I when I moved to my apartment, my landlord's like, I, I need a, a check every month. And I'm like, well, that's annoying, but all right. So, I just went to my bank, and I had them send them a check every single month. Like, most banks can do that, where you can have an automatic...
3: They send it to they, the yeah, person?
4: They'll mail them a check every single month for that amount.
3: Oh, that's kind of nice.
4: And, I mean, and that's how I've usually done it for years and years and years, if somebody wants a check, right? Oh. Automatic payment, boom, 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 check is sent. I didn't know that. For some reason... This woman doesn't like, every month there was like something. She was like, I, I didn't get the check. I didn't get the check. Only like two weeks later for it to be, oh, I forgot to check my mail. Or, <gasps> oh, I forgot. She's a couple of different properties that she moves oh, in between. So she was like, like oh, I it was
3: forgot just it was getting was lost. One. Yeah. So
4: literally what I'll do is I'll have to write a check every single month, to yeah. the checkbook out, mm-hmm. which by the way, checks are so expensive. It's not to me order checks?
3: I don't know, but I was thinking like something that Gen Z is never going to understand is like this almost like, I don't know. Like this way of passage of like getting excited to be an adult is looking through the catalog and circling which checkbooks that you True. wanted to get. Never like the happen. cute ones. Like N- never gonna never happen. Never
4: gonna happen anymore. Yeah. So every month, that's every, the first I usually do it on the thirty first. I don't have to worry about it. So yesterday I wrote that check, Sent it downstairs and that mm-hmm. was uh that was it. I'm curious. If anyone writes checks, I want to know what you write a check for.
3: That's so funny you say that because I found my checkbook yesterday and I was like, where? I, was, I wasn't I was even looking for it. And I was like, oh, I forgot I had it. Yeah, these. what am I going to
4: do with this whole thing? Yeah. This whole relic, you know? That's but funny. 410-583-1065. Text us and let us know. If you still write checks, I want to know what it is that you're writing checks for nowadays. And now we'll say good morning. Sorry, we got sidetracked there for a second. I know. This is a 6 o'clock club. This is every amazing person in Maryland that's awake first thing in the morning. And we just get together, man. Just feel like We want to be like your 6 o'clock best friends. Mm-hmm. That's how we look at this. So text us if you're up, and we'll give you a shout-out as well. 410 583
3: Johnny E. Good morning. Stephanie Lynn is here. Jess in Aberdeen. Beautiful. Beverly. Josie in PA. LG the Sassy Scientist. Hope a Dope is here. Jim at USCG. Kenny from PA. Sarah and Stu. Good morning. Terrence is here. Our care ladies. Karen and Amber. Kathy in Parkville. Mr. W. Canton Kurt and Canton Karen. Marsha, Lisa, Chuck E. Stephanie in Nottingham. Mrs. Kelly, our Pharmacy Tech in South Baltimore. And who else is up with us? Jess R. from Westminster, Annabelle and her mommy, and Howard to Grace, Lisa, Anthony from Catonsville, and we'll get some more shout-outs in just a few minutes.
7: Now, now, now. These are
3: the top three trending stories in the city.
4: The Baltimore Top Three Three. with Jess should probably do the intro first. then we do this. Number three.
3: The Orioles announced their promotional schedule for the 2022 season, highlighted by the 30th anniversary celebrations, multiple t-shirt nights, a Birdland Hawaiian shirt, and Orioles soccer jerseys and more. Individual tickets for all regular season home games at Oriole Park at Camden Yards will go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. And individual ticket sales include the all-new $10 bleacher seats to celebrate the 30th anniversary. Birdland members will receive a pre-sale opportunity tomorrow on Wednesday but fans can also receive pre-sale access on Thursday from 10 a.m. to midnight and all you have to do is just sign up for their Orioles insider email newsletter and the Orioles park uh, will be, oh, the Orioles will be celebrating the 30th anniversary of Oriole Park at Camden Yards with special promotions and events all season long so don't worry if you miss the actual day you'll be able to celebrate all season for tickets and the 2022 giveaway schedule you can get all the info at oriolescom
4: that story alone just made me feel warm. That's why. Do you know what I mean? I saw it and I was like, it?
3: baseball.
4: Yep. It's going to be here. Number
3: two. It's Black History Month, and for the month of February, we're taking time each morning to honor black Americans and their accomplishments that are too often forgotten. It was on February 1st in 1865, the day after the House of Representatives passed the 13th Amendment, Boston's John Sweat Rock became the first African American ever admitted to practice before the Supreme Court of the United States. Wow. Rock was also a teacher a dentist and a doctor achieving all of this before turning 30 years old and today is also national freedom day this is an observance in in the united states that honors the signing of a resolution that proposed the 13th amendment of the nation's constitution on february 1st in 1865 abraham lincoln signed the resolution to outlaw slavery
4: wow Thanks, Shana. Number one.
3: After his retirement debacle took over social media and pretty much broke the Internet, Tom Brady has officially spoken out himself to set the record straight, and he says he's aware that his decision affects a lot of people, but he is still deciding what his NFL future will be.
7: I think I just said I'm going to take it, you know, day by day. It really is. I'll take it by the moments and, and figure out when. You know, I feel really confident to allow people to, You know, I understand my decision affects a lot of people's lives. So when that decision comes, it'll come.
3: Brady has won a record seven Super Bowl championships and five Super Bowl MVP awards in his 22-year career.
4: I mean, I would, if I was a betting man, I would say for sure he's going to announce his retirement soon. I don't think that this happened. I don't think he's going to play next year is what I'm trying to say.
3: I just wonder what that announcement maybe could have done to him, like, mentally. You know? Like, oh, do you think that I think that he's could probably have...
4: like O-S-H oh, word. Like, I better wrap this story up before I lose $15 million. I know. You know?
3: You don't and think it... that's going to make him want to stay, do you? Like, seeing all this stuff.
4: I was wondering how you'd feel if, you play, if you're playing with him. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, wait, so is this dude in or is he out? Like, oh, like is his this... team? Yeah, like if you're on the bucks, are you like... I think honestly... You were here for like two years and then like, you're leaving? No, like...
3: absolutely not. I think he... Isn't he like 46 years old or something like that? I think he is so respected in the NFL. I think there's nothing more for him to give. There's nothing more for him to prove. So I feel like his teammates would be like, your family and your kids and your wife deserve to have you. I think we've had you long enough. I
4: don't know. I disagree with that. I feel like I'd feel the other way if I was playing. I'd be like, bro, like this weird in-between thing now. Like you stay and you go and what you're doing, you know? This is Jess and that was your top three. All right. Why do you think that you can't be nice when you meet new people? And I, I, you're probably not alone in this. Mm-hmm. I have to assume there are probably a lot of people like this. They're listening right now. They'll be able to relate. And there's people like me on the other end of like, why does this happen? And it happens. And I've noticed it now. Jess and I have been friends for seven years. Uh-huh. And I don't think you even realized how much of it was an issue. No, in, I didn't. Until you posted this on TikTok.
3: Yeah. So I posted a video this week on my TikTok. And it's basically just me using a song to... Like, share the fact that I, that my friends always give me a hard time before they introduce me. First, before I thought it was just before they introduced me to like a new significant other or like a girl or guy that they're talking to. And my friends always tell me to like watch your face, meaning like be aware of your facial expressions. And I'm always just kind of like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? So I'm poking fun at myself because it has been mentioned to me more than once. And when I posted this video on TikTok and then onto Instagram, I basically get dragged by all of my friends. I think there's like 48 comments on yeah. that video and they're like it's not just to like people that people are dating. It's to new people in general and then I have Everybody. friends that aren't even friends with each other and don't even know each other but they're like ganging up on me mm-hmm. and being like she did that to me. Oh yeah she did that to me too.
4: And you know I would easily drag Jess through the mud this morning if I needed to but Jess is, is honestly a really nice person. Like when you get to know Jess, super nice person, just I'm almost as genuine as you hear on the air, but I would say you would not be disappointed if you meet Jess. No, like
3: honestly, you know, 100% of me. I think there's just a lot more sassiness and like explicitness that just I'm not allowed to uh, share, <laughs> right, right? Which right. I would trust me if I could, I would, but I'm just not allowed to
4: share. But there is a thing, and I was probably one of the first people to comment when I saw this because I'm like, it's so true. When you meet somebody new, uh-huh. and Jess honestly will not meet people that I'm dating. Until like, until they're I'm, married. Until like we're married. Like, Jess probably won't even meet my future wife until she literally is my future wife. Yeah. Because you have a hard time mm-hmm. when new people come into your life. Yeah. And I watched this when we worked at our last radio station, one of your now best friends. Yeah. Like, when, so, you know, Jess and I worked together and this new girl came in and Jess <laughs> literally, how, how long did you hate her for? Stephanie? Yeah. I don't know. A couple months? I think so. Just always having this, like, me attitude about her. All well, of a sudden, like, it switched. Because and then you she guys came, became best because friends.
3: Because she came at me too quickly. Like, she... <laughs> what does
4: that mean? <laughs> Being nice? Saying hello? Like, what?
3: It's like she wanted to get close to me too quickly. Because it's di- it's different. Like, if, you know, if I'm at the grocery store, I'll talk, to, I'll talk to someone who's also getting the same lettuce as me. And I'll have a full-on yeah, conversation. This super comes, nice. This comes down to people who, like, genuinely want to be in my life or be in, like, the lives of people that I care about. And it's, like, this sense of, like like... like protectiveness and almost like what are you here for and what do you want from me and are you genuine and i don't honestly i genuinely don't mean to like come across as apparently mean (laughs) and it's not like i'm verbally mean i guess it's just all in my face there's always that you can tell just
4: like i was like it's hard to show over the radio but if it had to be a facial noise it's like this like that's it
3: is it rbf
4: A little bit. Okay. It's very cold. It's like stone cold. Why do you think you feel that way, though? Like, where do you think that comes from?
3: Okay, to to be completely honest, I think it comes down to... Not knowing if someone is maybe like even abandonment issues or not knowing like how long they're going to be in my life. So it's almost Mm. like there's this like massive waiting period because once I get connected, I'm like connected for life to almost it's painful. So I feel, you know what I mean?
4: Just followed me to Maryland. So
3: I mean, need I say more? I moved across the country with someone. Super loyal. You know? Absolutely. So I think maybe that's why it takes me so long because with Stephanie, I remember the first time I met her, we were on the street team and she like comes up to me and she's like, like oh my god like i've heard so much about you like i've seen you and like and so and so knows Which is you nice. and she's like oh my gosh like we need to hang out and i was like okay you're just like just slow your roll and like, you know, you, it was just too much. And now she's like one of my best friends and I would die for her.
4: If you don't follow Jess on Instagram, please go watch this. Because I think maybe there's some of you that can completely relate to this.
3: Jess, do it.
4: t. Next time you walk into Duncan, I want to see if your Duncan has this. Did you see the internet freaking out about this this morning? Yeah. So there's a TikTok that went viral because somebody walked into a Duncan. It wasn't here. It was somewhere in the Midwest. And they took a picture of the... Tape, And apparently this happens at a lot of Duncans where they have tape where it's like measurements of how tall you are as you're walking in the door, right? Okay. And the TikTok, it just says, tell me your Duncan's been robbed without telling me your Duncan's been robbed. I'll go first. Uh
3: Uh-huh.
4: And so, like, the internet starts freaking out. They're like, why is that there? Why would they have a tape, like a tape measure going up the side of 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 the door? yeah. So like I forget how many views this video has now. I mean like hundreds of thousands of views. People going crazy trying to figure out why would there be. It's not like you're in an amusement park and like you must be this tall to ride. Yeah. But, so why would it be there? To me, this has always been obvious.
3: I didn't know that. Uh, so are these like everywhere? I've never seen one or at least I've never like paid attention to look.
4: So I want you, when you walk into Duncan this morning, the next couple of days when you go in there, I want you to look and see if they have mm-hmm. tape on their door measuring how high you are when you go in. Now, I, I don't know. man. I don't know if I've just always noticed this. This actually started back in the 70s. And it started in with convenience stores more than anybody.
3: Oh, They
4: went through and did this study trying to figure out like, what would deter crime the mm-hmm. most? And they tested all kind of things: taking out registers, adding video cameras. They said tape measure. And then they literally added a <laughs> tape measure. It's because it's so. For example, like if somebody were to walk in and yeah. rob the Duncan or whatever's there mm-hmm. as they're headed out, you could see how tall the person was, so they could identify. Because I couldn't tell you how tall somebody was. Like, just if you walked in here right now, I'd be like, I don't know, she's kind of tallish, you know.
3: I had no idea that those were that. That's like an in- that's
4: a thing. Start looking for them. Start looking when you walk into Dunkin'. I, I don't know. if It's every Dunkin' or if it's not, but you'll see this. I promise you. In every you know every um, convenience store that you go into, anywhere that's open like at odd hours, mm-hmm. will typically have one of these. Mm-hmm. So if someone's heading out the door, yeah, then they can see that. Like, oh, this person was you know about five 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 seven six foot. A whole lot easier to describe. Than just Are the being, numbers
3: big? Like, what if you're far away? Can you even see that far? It's
4: it's pretty big. Like if you if you if you look next to me, walk in. I think you can see. It's pretty obvious to see how tall somebody would be. So when the police come, they can identify how it is. Wow. What was so crazy though, was so they went through all these things. They were kind of testing, like what's going to work to deter crime the most. And they, like I said, they tried the video camera, taking out cash registers, whatever.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: When they added these measurements mm-hmm. by the door, crime dropped by 50%. Really? Between the years. It was like over a seven year span. Uh-huh. They saw a 50% decrease in crime. Interesting. Just because they had... These little, this little tape measure by the door. Mm-hmm. Because I guess in, in a robber's mind, they're like, oh my God, they could identify me so much easier. Yeah. Because they'll know how tall I am running out. Yeah. So just, I, again, I don't know if it's every Duncan, but I promise you, if you walk into a convenience store or something, but if you do see it in your Dunkin', let us know what neighborhood it's in because I'm kind of curious which ones do mm-hmm. and which ones don't. And if you see it on TikTok today, now you'll know why those tape measures are there. Andrea from Owings Mills, good morning. Morning. What's going on? Uh,
5: so, I need to know whatever happened to the girl who you gave COVID to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: Yeah. Wow. Okay, to be fair, I don't know that I actually gave her COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that was never confirmed. Okay, that was never confirmed. Uh, but what uh, <laughs> what you're referring to here is, if you don't know this backstory, is I had gone on a date with a girl that i have been talking to for a while in a dating app. Yeah. And um, I, was, I was recovering from COVID. I was on day nine. Mm-hmm. Both of us have really tricky travel schedules because she does... Nursing, she does something with nursing. And you guys traveling. just couldn't find the couldn't time to meet time. up. She's right. like, "Listen, I've only got, I've literally got two dates in January that we could actually make this possible between my schedule and her her schedule." So she was like, "It's day nine of COVID. I'm sure you're fine." We did meet up a couple of weeks ago, and it, it, like we talked about it. it. Was cool. Yeah. Um. And then that was uh five days later. She test, texted me a picture of her positive COVID test, and oh so that was kind of like the oh my god, did that actually happen? Right?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Is it weird? Ooh. And I'm actually glad you brought this up because I've been thinking about this the last couple of weeks. Honestly, I kind of like putting her at like an arm's distance now.
3: Why? Because uh, no, nothing, just, the chemistry nothing, wasn't
4: nope, there? Nope. Nothing, nothing at all. I Actually, I think it may actually be a little bit of the opposite. Is I'm scared. I'm kind of scared to like her right now. And let me explain that because I know Jess is going to be able to relate to this. But I, honestly, I'm glad you're on the phone because maybe you can kind of help talk talk me through this as well. Uh, so jess, we're just to be completely transparent, like, Jess and I are are in uh in what we would consider our contract year with with a radio station, mm-hmm. which by the way, nothing to nothing to freak out about. this no, is this not is like just a, a, business this is this business just, this here is the for reality
3: of the situation do
4: do I feel like that we're gonna be here when our contract time comes up? I do, mm-hmm. but I think because I lost my job so abruptly last time in mm-hmm. California mm-hmm. that I have this weird fear right now. Of wanting to mm. pursue anything romantically. Yeah. Just in case... Yeah. Something does happen six months from now.
3: Right.
4: Because... I, so I started talking through it actually with a friend of mine. And she's like, hey, you can't be worried about what's going to happen in six months. Like, mm-hmm. you never know. If this girl could actually be a good match for you... Yeah. Then, yeah. you know, then what? Does that sound crazy?
5: I... As silly as it is, at the end of the day, I am a bit of a hopeless romantic, and I have to agree with your friend. I think that you have to go for it. You can't sell yourself short, because you really, we don't know. And if, like, living through crazy COVID hasn't taught us anything, it should at least teach us to, like, as corny as it sounds, like, we need to, like, live for now, and, like, I think you should go for
1: it.
3: Yeah, I feel like even taking, like, the romantic situation out of it, I feel like it's so important just to focus on your current moment and not have the anxiety of the unknown because you don't know what it is. And it could just be like about a job. It could be about a relationship. It could be about... Anything, And I feel like if you obsess over, you know, what's going to happen in, in the next six months, then yeah. you're just going to miss on, like, what you're doing right now. So
4: that's my fear. Is like, so what happens, let's say we continue this. And it's mm-hmm. not even just her. It's literally, like, anybody. Yeah. And then literally in six months, let's just say the radio station's like, oh, well, we decided yeah. to change paths or whatever. Totally.
3: But you don't know if, like, this may, you know, the thing with her is going to last a couple of weeks or it's, like, a really awesome thing like you have no idea of like what could happen later on what opportunities she could get like i don't know it's yeah. just kind of like you're putting all this this like pressure on something that you have no mm. control over so why live in fear in that way
4: maybe she could be really yeah. rich by the end of this okay. <laughs> maybe in six months she gets the lottery <laughs> and i can just say bye
3: Whatever. i'm sleeping in yeah
4: Honestly, it's been like on the top of my head. I'm glad. you Thank you so much for calling and bringing that up today because I've just kind of been thinking through that uh, in my own crazy brain. So thank you so much. Is that, does that give you the answer you need?
7: Oh, yeah. Thank you. She's a nine-year-old
4: that's really savvy. Just get advice with dear Abby. Mix 106.5. So who exactly is... Abby.
3: Abby's my niece, and she lives in San Diego. I'm very close to my family, and we lived together before I moved here to Maryland. And Abby always would tell me what to do or tell me what I should be doing with my life when I wasn't asking, you know, for her input. But then at this point, I was like, you know what? Just tell me what to do.
4: So, what's happening this week?
3: I've been feeling kind of neglected by my friends as of late, and so I just kind of wanted to see what she had to say about that.
4: And as we do this, this cause this is what I do every Dear Abby. I always visualize Jess laying down in one of those like chaise lounges, you know. Mm-hmm. And, like, Abby sitting next to you with, like, a pen and paper. Yeah, like but she her. has,
3: like, a pen that's all, like, sparkly. Yeah. And it has like, it's, like, pink and fluffy. <laughs> Lisa
4: Frank notebook.
3: Yeah, with her, like, twinkly lights in the room.
4: Visualize that as we get into it, okay?
3: Abby, I need to ask you for some advice. Huh. So I sent a text to a bunch of my friends in the group chat about my birthday and basically invited everyone to come to Disney World for my birthday, right? Can I call? I will personally drive up there in my little Barbie Room Room car. Of course, like literally, absolutely. So I sent them this text and honestly, I know how difficult it is to get from the West Coast to the East Coast. I know how expensive it is and then throwing, you know, an amusement park on top of that. So I, I didn't expect anyone to be able to come. I totally understand if they can't, but I just wanted to extend the invite just in case if maybe somebody or anyone wanted to make the trip, right? So I send this text to my friends and literally no one says anything. I just expected a response. But like the fact that like no one said anything, just something like, hey, we can't afford it or who hey, we can't. But like we miss you guys. We know how hard it is. And like we can't wait to see you. Just something, you know. So it's like, I guess my question here is, do I have a right to be upset or do I just need to accept the fact that like maybe we're just not that big of a priority anymore? Personally, we're talking Abby. I'd be like, I know you're there. You better respond. And then I'd start spamming them until they respond because I'm Abby. I have to have all the attention. <laughs> but, like, I I do that. Knowing you, I feel like you should just
0: confront them about it. Explain your feelings, and then they'll, like, explain what happened, like, on their side.
3: Oh, so just tell them how I feel and not uh, just talk about it to you?
0: No. Yeah.
1: So, so- tell them how you feel and... Something
3: magical will happen. Okay. Thanks, Abby. You're the best. I love you. I
0: love you,
1: too. Please right. watch this video
3: of her. Like, oh, my gosh. We will be posted on our Instagram at Kramer and Jess and our Facebook, too. She's so expressive, and you need to see the attitude in her face.
4: Are you sure she's not your child? And not your niece. I swear to you. When I hear her talk, even when she's like, "I'm Abby. I need all the attention." I'm like, "That is that is a baby Jess Dutcher." Right well, there. the
3: thing is, is like, I mean, when I lived in San Diego, when she was first born, I lived with my uncle and my aunt as well, when, and I would babysit her when they went to work. So like, her eye like was with her. Yeah, just me and her a yeah. lot. And we, so I just feel like we're the same.
4: I don't know honestly though that I would go confront someone that didn't respond to my text. Yeah, I, I'm one of those kind of people. It's like one and done with me
3: because we've moved on now. Like. The con- the, yeah. I mean, we're like 20 different conversations since, and now I'm just like, you guys suck. You're
4: going to go back and put like the exclamation point up there? I'm just going to
3: like like it again and see what happens see if anybody or says dislike anything. it. Could you possibly... Or should I remove myself from the chat?
4: Yeah, I, th- I just <laughs> should get new friends and move <laughs> and change your phone number. That's the only solution. I mean, could you just say something like last call? Like, last call, anybody want to do this? Or does that seem too desperate? Or, it, it's a tough one. I mean, she's right. No, Abby's she's, right, by Abby the way. Abby
3: is the most mature person yes. in the situation, yes. and she's telling me that I just need to tell them, hey, you hurt my feelings.
4: Are you going to do it, though?
3: I don't know. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> what Abby says and what we actually do can be two different things. Yeah. All right, that's Dear Abby for this week.
5: Now.
7: Now. now. These
5: are the top three trending stories in the city.
7: The Baltimore Top Three, three. with Jess. Oh number three.
5: U.S.
3: health regulators have officially granted full approval to Moderna's COVID vaccine. More than 211 million Americans, or 63% of total population, are fully vaccinated. About 86 million people have gotten a booster dose. And in the U.S., Moderna is used only by adults. The company said last fall that FDA had a delay deciding whether to clear the shots for 12- to 17-year-olds as it examined a rare risk of heart inflammation seen mostly in young men and teen boys. But now with full approval, Approval. Moderna will now market the vaccine under the brand name Spikevax. And in other COVID news, Maryland-based Novavax announced this week that they have formally submitted a request for the FDA to authorize its COVID vaccine for emergency use in, uh, emergency use in the U.S. Our statewide positivity rate is nine point zero four percent. Wait, why are they changing the name? It's,
4: it's Spikevax. I don't like, know. Like, That sounds scary. to it me. It sounds creepy. Like if you were gonna go, and I'm imagining too, like for your kids, because now more kids are getting vaccinated. Unless they're
3: like, you it's know, like it's, you're it's about like to get the
4: spike vaccine. Unless like what? it's
3: spike ball, like maybe.
4: That's still not
7: fun though. No, is it's,
3: it? I, it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know why that is. I don't know why they would even change the name. I don't know if anyone's here. even gonna like. That, but that's I don't know, that's you guys.
7: So weird. Number two,
3: Chick fil A's Days of Sweetness officially starts today. The Baltimore area Chick fil A restaurants are selling chocolate chunk cookies starting today, February 1st through February 14th, to benefit the Johns Hopkins Children's Center. During the Days of Sweetness fundraiser, $1 from every six-pack of cookies sold will be donated to the hospital. Last year, the restaurants raised over $41,000 for Johns Hopkins Children's Center. So treat yourself to something sweet now through Valentine's Day for a very good cause. Yep.
7: Number one.
3: There's trouble in paradise for Adele and her new man. There were rumors going around suggesting that Adele's rocky relationship with Rich Paul played a huge role in the problems and cancellations with her Las Vegas residency. Sources said she was crying during rehearsals, constantly on and off the phone with him, causing major distractions. And now insiders say distance may have been an issue with the pair. This makes me sad reading this over this music. The insider says that Adele and Paul barely saw each other while she was rehearsing for her show last month. And she was upset that he couldn't be there for her when things were falling apart with the residency. But he couldn't because he has his own busy career, too. The couple is now working to try to fix their relationship. Apparently, she's spending time at his home. The source says it was a very emotional and stressful time for Adele. And now they're just spending some quality time trying to
4: save things. So that's why she postpone the residency?
3: That's what sources say. They're saying that she, I mean, when she posted that video online, the main thing was she wasn't, they weren't prepared. They weren't ready. A lot of, you know, production and, like, crew were getting COVID, obviously. Um, But then after that, reports came out that she was, like, crying during rehearsals and she was on the phone with him and stuff like that. But the thing with that and was really messed up is she canceled that the day before. So fans were already in Vegas from all over the world. You know what I mean?
4: Listen, man, like... (laughs) Tell me if I'm wrong, but, like, that's just not a good situation to be in.
3: I know. I'm sad for her.
4: Like, if you're sitting over here crying on the phone... Even because you just miss somebody so much, like...
3: There's so many people around that, like, have... Like, you know what I mean? You can't...
4: Just, I don't know. It doesn't feel good to me.
3: Yeah. This is Jess, and that was your top three. All right.
4: These are the five words they say you should completely avoid when you apologize to your significant other. And it's not just, like, five random words. It's a phrase. Okay. So I'm going to give you a second to think through that. If you had to guess a phrase... Of five five words, words to avoid when you're actually apologizing to your significant other. Now we're here in the month of February, the love month. Jessica,
3: yeah, fourteen days to get it right, people.
4: Gotta be honest, I'm like a B minus apologizer.
3: Yeah, I know from experience. <laughs> so let me take a guess.
4: I'm about to make make another reason to apologize.
3: Let me take a guess. I'd say, sorry, you feel that way.
4: Sorry, you feel that way. Very close. So close, I'm willing to give it to you. Ooh. This expert's coming out this morning saying the word you should avoid when apologize is, I'm sorry you were offended. Oh. (laughs) I'm sorry you were offended, which kind of the same. I'm sorry you were offended? I'm sorry you were offended by my actions. That's a
3: bad thing to say? Like, That's a. That is a bad thing to say. That
4: would be completely inappropriate. I'm sorry you were offended. Take me to a standard. I feel like what
3: I said is worse because I'm not actually saying sorry for offending you. I'm saying I'm sorry you feel that way.
4: It basically translates into this whole this etiquette expert and relationship expert goes into saying when you do that you're pretty much translating to put the blame onto your significant other which is like the last thing you wanna do, you know? Like, if you're just like, oh my God, well, this probably wouldn't be offensive to everybody, but obviously to you, you're offended, so I'm sorry you're offended by that.
3: Okay, you know? uh-huh.
4: I wanna, what does a typical Jess apology sound like? Like, think about the last time you had to make an apology to Garage Boy, and like, how, would you, how would you even say that? Oh,
3: what do I say? Because
4: honestly, I would say, I would oh, typically- Oh, when I mess
3: up, when I mess up, I'll literally be like, I'm sorry that I say what I did, And that wasn't okay, and I'm embarrassed because I can't take that back. Like, I'll straight up.
8: Would
4: Garage Boy agree with that?
3: Oh, we can ask him. Remember, you know, like, you know, a couple weeks ago when we played that, like, game, but it's not really a game, it's like an exercise?
4: Yeah, Jess brought in this little card game we played on our podcast where it's just, it's questions to kind of just ask some deep questions you may not think to ask your partner. Yeah,
3: and I think, and, like, one of the questions was, like, um, what's something that, like, like, what's something that I did to you that hurt you the most? Yeah. And I knew what it was immediately because I knew what I did. What'd you do? I mean, we don't have to get into it now. Why? Because <laughs> it's only 825. want to keep it light, you know? Yeah. That's like a, that's like a 625 well, I, question I where like, not a lot of people...
4: <laughs> I don't think you could say that, though. I don't think you can say that, then we just, like, move on. No,
3: but I feel like what I... What have to do with? How I'll about I'll ask that? him... Well, because we were in a fight, and I said something extremely hurtful in, att- in an attempt to, like protect myself and prove something to him. Okay. You know? Okay. But... I knew how hurtful it was, mm-hmm. and so we can ask him if you want to. Not ask him like, "Am I a good apologizer?"
4: Ask him that. Ask give ask him to give you a grade on an apology. Yeah, but when I, I
3: did it, and like obviously after the fight, because I didn't apologize in the middle of it because I knew what I was doing. But how- after the fact, I like full on was like, "That wasn't cool. I suck. That was so messed up. I did," and I was t- told him I did that on purpose to hurt you, which hurts me because that's not something I ever want to do to my partner.
4: But I think that's big. I think if you can go back after a fight, and You can genuinely just stick to what you did. Yeah. So this article kind of goes on. It says, like, number one, don't make excuses. Mm -hmm. Don't say, I'm sorry that I said that, but I wouldn't have said it if you didn't. Oh, my gosh. That's not an apology.
3: That makes me nuts. That's
4: not an apology.
3: Yeah.
4: Uh, It says, take responsibility for your actions, like it sounded like you did. Mm -hmm. And I, I, again, I will do that once I realize... I'm in the wrong. I'll take full responsibility for it. But I got to be honest. I'm kind of known for saying things like, I'm sorry you were offended, but.
3: No, I know. The biggest fight we got into, the reason why it was so huge is because you have a way of like putting it on the other person. That's why we got into that huge fight. And then yeah, and then we and then so Jess, and I, our boss about sat it. us down. I don't care. We no, can no, talk no, about it. No, I don't care about it either. Because honestly, I'm happy it happened because it was a huge learning experience for the both of
4: us. So Jess and I got into a huge fight. It was actually about this time a year ago.
3: Wow, we haven't
4: fought in a year. It's 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 time. It's, <laughs> it's time. It's time. <laughs> okay. Jess and I got in this big fight because. You felt like I wasn't being respectful about your fear of driving to work when it was snowy.
3: No, 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 no. That that was when we got that. That was a different fight.
4: What was the other fight? When we oh the other fight. Okay, we had two fights last year. Yeah, we had two fights last year. And
3: I think we we haven't fought since we've had those two fights, and that's good.
4: So we had lunch with their boss, and. There was some decision that had to be made. What was it? I don't remember what the decision was. It doesn't
3: matter what the decision was, but it was the fact that like Kramer just made the decision without consulting me, yeah. and like just like shut like shut me down because I said I didn't want to do something, and he was like, "No, we're gonna do it this way." So I was like, "Excuse me, sir."
4: So a little bit of a misunderstanding, but we'll go with it. We'll uh, go with it. I we'll mean, go with okay. it. Okay. But. That's what I did. You're right. I went to you and I said, I'm sorry you felt that way, but that's not what happened.
3: Right. And that's why it made me mad because Which it didn't is- matter because the, the point of the issue was I know that you would never maliciously do that to me, but it was the fact that it hurt me and, and you wouldn't acknowledge that
4: part. Why am I mad about this all over? And, it
3: took, and it took our <laughs> boss to sit, seriously sit us down yeah. and explain yeah. that to you. And once you understood that, then you apologized, it but fine. it took like four days for you to understand where I was coming from.
4: Yes, it did. So, so that's confused. so
3: that's what's going on with me. That's, that's how. That's what's going on in the studio
4: this, at this Mix 106.5. This just derailed completely. All right.
5: <laughs> Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily.
7: And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars.
5: Here Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And
7: check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.